Hello and welcome to today's episode of Dr. Simone's Mindspace. Today I'm going to talk to you about my research that I've conducted since several years back, actually originating in 2015 in Shanghai, China. Today's topic is one, two or three children, the Chinese child policy shift. The Chinese child policy and its aftermath is what I'm going to talk to you about today and provide some research from the one to the two to the three child policy. Living in Shanghai during the one child policy and initiating my research in Shanghai 2015, right at the shift to the two child policy, I've always been fascinated by the impact of the child policy on women's lives and women's health. From an individual, family, setting, societal and national perspective. A public health perspective on women's health, a psychological and economical perspective on the child policy. The one child policy created a unique culture in China, generations without siblings. An overproportion of men, many of whom in rural areas, who will never find a partner, no build a family. The gender gap is in and the rapidly aging population is concerning for China's economy. The one-child generation grew up with a lack of imagination, role models for another child, for more than one child. It yet encouraged the women that were born during that time, particularly in urban areas, to go about their career path and pursue their life trajectory, as similar as men in many other countries. And this is actually quite unique to China, especially to the urban areas such as Shanghai. You can see it in Shanghai, where, pa where parents were less likely to follow these traditional um, paths and actually had been supporting their young women to take over the family business. It has not been like that in the, in the rural areas where female fetuses um, were not kept because they were not considered the preference for a rural area where the family was relying on the son to support the family and the grandparents, parents and the upcoming generation. In Shanghai, however, women have been able to, as said, take over the businesses of their family this is reflected in self-confident Shanghainese women who run businesses and are owners of companies and also a lot of academics. As many of my female friends in Shanghai are researchers and medical doctors, these women are, however, not willing to give up their careers for having multiple children. This is not only unique to Shanghai specifically, but in general, the highly educated women 
are not very interested to having multiple children. Many highly educated women in urban areas also want their children to have the possible, uh, possibility of having the best education there is. This education is, however, very, very expensive and requires a lot of time and dedication from the parents and sometimes even the grandparents. And this is necessary in order to enter a university in the future and get a good job. In addition to these very intense um, times they have, the families to take care of their, their children's um, school activities, their family also needs to take care of their aging parents and parents-in-law. These multiple roles of women particularly takes a lot of strain on these well-educated women. And so they're less likely to have on top of all their already high burden uh, additional children. Governmental support for childcare and an improvement of women's work and family life balance is essential. This was also a common response from the Chinese women I've interviewed during my research, asking them about the, their decision-making of having a second child and um, whether they even had a desire of such. As long as education is immensely expensive and competitive and women's career perspectives not improved after having more than one child, the situation of the number of children per family won't change. China's number of children per family continue to drop even after the initiation of the two-child policy, where we could see an initial small rise, but then a fall following the implementation of this policy. Disregarding the government's relaxation of the child policy, allowing families to have now three children, without government massive incentives, families won't consider multiple children if China's families won't, however, have more children, the age gap will increase and the growth of the economy is in severe danger. Having a massively increasing aging population, a very low retirement age, around 50 plus, and a whole generation of single children, the pressure on the current families in reproductive age is immense. China is facing a challenge many middle-income countries are encountering, however, with a higher pace as a consequence of the one-child policy. It remains a big question mark how China will encounter this major threat to its economic growth. And I will continue my research figuring out the impact on women's health these policies have and how the healthcare for women can be improved and especially focusing on the mental health because the burden and stress for these women is remarkably high. Thank you very much for being participating in listening to this research podcast and I hope you have some more questions and interest in hearing more about this 
research I'm doing. And please feel free to feedback me, uh, email me or message me. And I'm happy to answer as many questions as you may have. Thank you very much for listening and have a great day. Bye.